The Jimmy IV Sexy Cool Lounge is an inspirational podcast spreading positive energy and only good vibes into the universe through personal discovery, empowerment, and self-love awareness. Now, please join me in the Sexy Cool Lounge with our creator and host, Jimmy IV. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, wherever you might be listening to this episode. And may your vibe be cruising at an altitude that is so sexy cool. So as always, before every episode, I do highly advise that if you are new to the Sexy Cool Lounge flavor, to please go back and check out any episode between 1 and 57, with this being episode number 58. We have had some inspiring guests, some motivating topics, and really just some information to fuel your soul. So please go back and check out things in our catalog. You can check us out at www.sexycoollounge.com. You can check out the podcast on any one of your podcast platforms. And if you're on social media, check us out at Instagram at Sexy Cool Lounge on Twitter at Sexy Cool Lounge. All right. We'll definitely love to hear from you. Hit us up, follow us, and we'll definitely follow you back. So today I want to give a special Special shout out to all of the fathers for Father's Day, all right? Shout out to the fathers. Shout out to the stepdads. Shout out to the boyfriends who are stepping up and managing kids that are not theirs and helping to raise them, give them guidance, give them love, right? Help to give them some direction, right? Shout out to that. And shout out to all of the father figures, the big brothers in this universe, right? Who may not have no relations to any one of the kids, but they're just trying to do the right thing and bring some positivity and good vibes only to kids who need it around the world, right? Shout out to all of you because you're doing it, man. I got much love for you. Been there, done that. I know the feeling. And it is one that is so rewarding, right? So shout out to all of you. Love you guys, man. Keep it up. So in keeping with that theme, I asked a really good friend of mine, my partner of 41 years. He's 56. He's a dad. But more importantly, he is a new father of less than two years, y'all. And he's making it happen. And he loves being a new dad. So I thought it would be fitting if I asked him to come and give us some of his time and share those new experiences that he has now embarked on in his life and the addition to his family for Father's Day, right? So I want y'all to give a please, please give a warm welcome and a good listening ear to my buddy of 41 years, my partner, the one that I told this whole Sexy Cool Lounge idea to in the beginning, y'all. My buddy, Ken. Ken, what's going on, bro? Hello again, Jimmy IV. How are you? Everything is cool, bro. How you doing? I'm doing well. Doing well. Good deal. Good deal, man. Well, uh, before we even get started with uh, why I asked you to come on to the show, um, you know the routine and uh, the question is going to be, brother. So my partner, Ken. What does sexy cool mean to you? You know, I said before, it's, it's being comfortable in the skin you in. I can't be so true that 
as a 56 year old walking down the street with a stroller in my hand. The thing is, is sexy cool is, is being uh, extremely comfortable with who you are and where you are and not letting anyone disturb your vibe. You know, I'm a, I'm a dad of a two-year-old at 56. That's, that's, that's hard for people to swallow, but I'm comfortable with it. I've already had the question, uh, how old is your granddaughter? <laughs> it's, it's okay. You know, I told the person, hey, this is my child. So sexy cool is about being comfortable with who you are, where you are, you know, having the attitude to saying, hey, this is me, love me or leave me. That's my vision of sexy cool. Well, you know, the beautiful thing about that question is there is no right or wrong answer. It is all in the perspective of the person who is giving the answer. And I've said this before, and I will continue to say it. I can ask that question a million times around the world. And I have asked it around the world. And I've never been given the same answer twice. Everybody is unique. Everybody is different. But man, it's such a beautiful feeling when you can get responses back to the question because that's the way that they see it within themselves. So thank you for sharing that with me, brother. Again, thank you very much. So I wanted you on the show today because we are celebrating Father's Day. And I thought it would be a really good idea to have you on, not only to talk about um, fatherhood as you know it today, but just to kind of reminisce a little bit about our dads and what they have meant to us in our lives growing up. But how do we see them today? those father figures and some of the things that they have taught us, instilled in us as men today, that maybe we didn't really understand when we were kids or teenagers, right? But when you look back on it, they were, give, they were giving us golden nuggets to be healthy men in this world and to, 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 to just radiate from that to other people whether it be spouses, whether it be coworkers, whether it be just people that we meet, you know what I'm saying? Or what we then in turn share with kids. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So I felt like you were the right person to bring into that so that other men listening or women listening who may not be experiencing some of the things that we experience they know it can be, and it is true, and it's real because they hear you and I talking about it. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I want to start with um, my dad, right? And those that know me know how important my dad was to me and is to me, right? Uh, I refer to him as my hero always have, always will, because that's what he was to me, right? And on my social media, Facebook, uh, on the sexycoolnows.com website, um, I honor my dad in a section. And I want to take a minute and just read, you know, what I wrote to my dad that always um, rings true to me. And it goes like this. It says, to my hero, my dad. 
when it's all said and done for me on my life's journey on earth, I hope to have made you proud by sharing my life story of being a kid whose bond with his dad transcended all childhood superheroes. Every child should always have the feeling that no matter what happens, their dad would kick down any door for their kid. You always gave me that feeling and I will continue on my mission to reach 5 million other vibes with my Jimmy Ivy Sexy Cool Lounge Tribe podcast and Sexy Cool Lounge brand. And I wanted to share that with the audience because that's the impact that my dad made on me as a kid. And though I didn't really understand it as a kid, as I got older, those feelings, that concept started to just like, I don't know, just it took on structure, right? If I was really being honest with myself, it took on structure. And as I got to a point in my, in my adulthood, it then the light bulb clicked. Mm-hmm. And I'm thankful that it clicked before my dad passed away of cancer. So I was able to then share in what my dad really meant to me while he was still here. And I think there are times when people lose their father at a very early age and they don't get the opportunity to have it click for them what their father really meant other than those brief moments in life that they had their dad, if they even had their dad at all. You understand what I'm saying? Gotcha. So for me to be able to just resonate with that um, while my dad was still here, uh, it just like, I don't know, it's like a cornerstone of part of my character, you know? That's who you are. <clears throat> so I just wanted to share that and, and just have the listening audience just really um, soak that up, man. So uh, that's kind of how I felt about my dad. How about you? Well, we, we, we've had this conversation before, and I think us growing up in a different time, um, we we have we have that same feeling. My my dad was my superhero. My dad was he he was my god. He was he was the say all be all do all. Um, I think the difference uh, that you and I experienced was I lost my dad at an early age. I lost him shortly after we graduated from high school, um, but. The feeling is, is is nonetheless. I think the things that I missed was, as you said, start having those, start getting that understanding. I think it was his death that actually woke me up to become a man, right? Mm-hmm. To say, hey, this is the things I got to do. And so as I became a young adult um, and going through being a father and all like that, I didn't have him there. Um, I wish I did. I wish he had seen the things that I did, uh, you know, uh, in life as I was getting older, but I know that his death woke me up as well. So I, I would have been a different person. His death made me, uh, say it's time to be a man. It's time to take care of your responsibilities. And I think that if he hadn't passed away that early, maybe I would have been different, but 
I would have had a chance to have him as my guide. So mm-hmm. I think, I think it would have been the same way because uh, I tried to live my life the way I think he would have wanted me to. You, 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 man, that's so real what you're saying right there, because honestly, you know, everything that I do with this podcast, I do in honor of my dad. Absolutely. Right. And, you know, you and I, we talked a little bit about the structure of how we wanted this episode to go, but we didn't really tell each other the feelings that we wanted to share. And for you to say that about, you know, your mindset with your dad is, is almost a mirror image of mine. Yeah. I do this podcast. I share what I share and I try to touch people because my dad touched so many people in his life. And that is the impact that he left on me. And I just try to do my thing. I'm just a guy speaking my vibe. And if it resonates, great. But I'm just trying to do my part and bring in some positive energy into this universe because that's what my dad did. And you're doing the same thing that your dad was to you. And I just hope that through this episode that men and women get the same energy from what we're talking about and can resonate with that with their dad or someone who was like a a father figure to them that has made that impact in their lives as well. And I'm glad you mentioned that, Jim, because uh, as I got older, as I went through those different stages of life, my first marriage, my children, um, my work, um, I, I, I took people in, took men in to be that father figure, that voice uh, of reasoning, that, that experience. I took them in and, and, and used them um, to help me get through those things. It, it, it obviously wasn't the same, right? But uh, whether your dad is, is, is gone, whether your dad is, uh, is not present in your life, uh, I think everyone should, should find that male figure that um, can give them their honest opinion, can, can be uh, an example of what you want to be. Um, and sometimes they can tell you that you're wrong about things, you know? Uh, people hate to accept the fact that they may be wrong about things. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they, they can't deal with it with spouses and girlfriends and other people telling them. But, you know, when dad tells you, <laughs> you got to take it. So if you don't have that person, uh, I, I say, I say, find them. Th- that person's got to be out there. Uh, I would hate to think that someone does not have that male figure in their life that they can look at and say, this is the person right. that I, j- just watching what they do is, is more than enough. But when they talk to me, it's even better. You know, you talk about the, um, the male figure in people's lives. Um, and I think that resonates on two different counts, man, not only as kids, but also as adults. Right. And what I mean by that is, you know, my dad, when he said something, he expected you to listen the first time, first time you say it calmly, right? Because he's saying it because he's the dad. You feel what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. If he has to repeat himself the second time saying the same thing that he expected you to hear the first time comes off a little differently. You feel what I mean? Gotcha. because he expects you to listen, right? Do what he tells you to do. 
He says, go cut the grass, go cut the grass. He says, take the trash out, take the trash out. You know what I mean? There's a level of, I guess it's respect or authority, if you will, in a good way. I don't mean authority in a bad way. I mean, right. in a good way. Like, like one thing that I remember my dad and my mama for that matter, telling me is that I've known you all your life, right? So I've known you all your life, right? So if I tell you to do something, I need you to get it done. You're not at a stage in your life that I've known you for all your life that you can, you know, you can negotiate or, 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 you know, be an equal to, no, nah, I don't want to do that. What, 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 what was that? No, you're going to take the trash out, you know? So, um, I think on, on, on that respects, brother, um, kids, um, need that, that father figure to, to just instill. And sometimes man, like, you know, moms, God love them. They are wonderful and they do a hell of a job. And sometimes yeah. it's thankless. Okay. Yeah. Moms rule the world, but dads enforce what moms say. Absolutely. And, and, and I need the world to hear what I'm saying on that. Moms rule the world. Okay. They are the mama bears. What says, what they say goes, dads are here to enforce what mama said. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You and, imagine. And, 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 and if, and if dad has to step in because you weren't listening to what, what mama said, you already know how that conversation is going to go. You know yeah, what man, I mean? You, you get that parental, you get that parental storm, right? Mom's the lightning, <laughs> dad brings the thunder. How many times <laughs> have you been in a situation where it was, I'm not going to deal with this. You wait till your father get home. <laughs> you know, it's it it like, oh, really? We, 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 can't, we, we can't work this out. Can we address this now? <laughs> it's like, nope, you had your opportunity. You wait till your father gets home. Jim, let me tell you something. One of the things that uh, that I see today, I hear today, and it kind of makes me cringe that I didn't hear growing up. That's the word sacrifice. Mm. I hear parents talk about what they sacrifice for their kids. Yeah. I never heard that from my dad. You know, it, it's not a sacrifice, it's a responsibility. Absolutely. You know, and and so people had to remember that, you know, sacrifice, meaning to put yourself in some sort of bodily harm to help someone else. Okay. Raising a kid, doing the things for a kid is not sacrifice. It's your responsibility. Mm -hmm. And uh, the other thing that kind of burns me up, if I get on a little soapbox here for a second, is when people see me with my, with my child, well, my older kids when they were younger or with my daughter now, and they go, oh, you're babysitting your child. And I look at them I'm like, wow, you wouldn't say that to a mom, would you? Right. I'm taking care of my responsibility. Right. And so for the men out there, man, if you're taking care of your responsibility, you're all good with the kid. But I, I don't think uh, anything that you do in life with your children is a sacrifice. It's a responsibility. And it should be a responsibility out of love, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. I, mean, that, that, I mean, that's your child or your children, man, you know? And back in the day, you know, fatherhood or motherhood was taken with such um, 
high honor. And I'm not saying that it's not that way today, but things have changed today, you know, and I I don't want this episode to go down a different road because we are here to celebrate fathers for Father's Day and all of the ones who are doing Father's Day justice by being dads, whether they're your biological kids or not. Man, I got much love for you all. I don't have kids, but I have been in relationships with people who have had kids. And I have stepped up to the plate in those relationships and loved them and and tried to guide them and everything. And, and, you know, just unfortunately, certain situations um, didn't work out, you know, but there is, but that's how I was raised, man, Mm because that's how my dad raised me. You know what I'm saying? You love those who love you and you just do the right thing as you're going along. You know what I mean? So yeah, man. Um, so talk to me a little bit about being a father now, you know, (laughs) what, 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 what is that like, um, at this chapter of your life and how has that really, um, inspired you differently than being a father of two kids previously? Yeah, let me let me uh, give you a, a good example of of how being a father uh, at a younger age and being a father at an older age kind of wrapped itself into one another. When when I was a younger dad, uh, my kids were born. I was twenty six and thirty, and uh, I had a lot of energy. I can run with them with energy. Um, you know, my daughter, my oldest daughter, it was learn as I go. My son, I had a little bit more knowledge, but it was mostly energy. I don't have that energy like I had when I was in my early 30s. So it's more patience now. Okay. It's more patience with the younger one. And uh, I mean, she's she's young. And, and when we hit that five, six, seven, I know she's going to be running me hard, right? So um, I, I take care of myself. One, I make sure I'm... Uh, uh, I'm physically set to get, kind of run with her as much as I can, but mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't exude as much energy as I did, but I, but I'm more patient now. Let them do the things, let them figure it out, talk to them more than, than actually physically showing them things. And, uh, and it's, it's, it's working, it's, it's working. But as I said, I was going to wrap this around um, when I, had um my youngest i looked at the other two and said guys i want you to understand something when i came under the determination that we were going to have a kid i had to think about the future i had to think about where am i going to be when she's 20 when she's 30 when she's 40 mm-hmm. and and i'm up there in age and i know 50 is the new 30 or 40 or whatever they say uh but you know we do have a time limit here so I, I instilled in them that, you know, you guys are very important to the younger one. You're very important to tell the story about me when I was younger or mm-hmm. me when I was at a certain age. So not that you, this is your, your younger sister, but you guys are almost like aunts and uncles to her. I mean, they, she's going to look up to you guys like, wow, I can go to them when mom and dad are, are feeling like, okay, I'm just going to delve out lessons and stuff like that. And so there's an important role for the older ones to, to, to deal with the younger one. But 
Not much has changed. I've been told the same thing from two different women. And that is sometimes you just got to let them figure it out where yeah. I am so protective of them, you know, um, those things are, are the same from the older two kids than, than it was the younger. I mean, I'm always in protect mode with them. Right. Uh, there's also lessons learned, have fun, you know, make sure that they're nourished and, and all that stuff. But I'm always in protect mode from them. And, you know, unfortunately, our world's gotten a lot uglier uh, these days. So so protect mode is always high alert, right? Always right. keep an eye on her constantly. If there was one thing that you miss about your dad, what would it be? My dad was a very quiet person. Um, he, uh, he was a man of action. He was more of a man of, um, you know, he, he, he did things. He, he cooked. He, he was a builder. He, he very good with his hands and stuff. But he was a very quiet person. Uh, but there were times that we sat down and had conversations. And, and as you get older, you realize that for a person with very few words, those words are the most important thing in the world. And so I, I miss those. Um, my dad had cancer as well. Mm -hmm. And so uh, we learned that about when I was 15. So roughly three years, we got into this point where we spent every uh, Sunday watching football together. Never miss it. Uh, and we talk about things and he would tell me things that are still resonating today, things that were lessons learned. I didn't get way back then that, you know, kind of smacked me in my head as I got older. But um, those are the things I miss. I miss, you know, I, I, in my mind's eye, I can see him. I can hear his voice. Uh, but because he was so few words, man, I think about the things he did tell me. And those are the things that uh, that that kind of resonate and, and kind of stay with me, you know? Mm -hmm. If there was one thing that I miss about my dad, and here's me just being vulnerable, you know, I did it once before in a epi previous episode, but I'm going to do it again on this one because this is about my dad. If I miss one thing about my dad, it would be him calling out of the blue. Hey, how you doing? Didn't want anything. Love you. Call me later. I miss that about my dad. Yeah. And I find myself doing that to people now in life, right? Hey, how you doing? Didn't want anything. What's going on with you? Holler back when you get a chance, right? And when I'm in a relationship, I find myself doing that. Didn't want anything. Just wanted to touch base with you throughout the day because that's what my dad did to me, right? And man, I don't have that anymore. You know, I have it from my mama. Right. My mama is my best friend, but my dad was my hero, mm -hmm. you know? And the feeling that I got when I would look down at my phone and see my dad calling, you know, I missed that because he ain't want nothing. He just wanted to just check in because he was my dad. You feel what I'm saying? Sure, absolutely. There are times that he needed something. There are times I needed something from my dad. But for the most part, my dad was just calling to just say, hey, man, how you doing? Everything good? You okay? All right, man. Love you. We'll talk to you later. That was it, man. That was it. And I miss that about my dad, man. So tell me one funny story 
about your dad <laughs> between the, you know so, something that may have happened between you and your dad or that you remember about your dad tell me a funny story so um as i mentioned my dad was a man of 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 few words uh just to just to put it in perspective when i was born my dad was 45 so you imagine the length of time here 45 for me 54 to my that's a hundred years between the three of us. Mm -hmm. So my dad, and I'm the youngest of, of 11. So kind of the reason why, but um, one day my dad showed up in my elementary school and um, it was an impromptu. It wasn't anything planned. I actually, I thought I was in trouble and he came in and, and I, for the, for the world of me, I don't remember why he was there. He came in and the uh, teacher introduced him to the class. And, you know, to me, I would think for him, that was an awkward moment, you know, standing in front of, of his son and his son's class, and he's a very quiet person. But instead, he talked to the whole class, and it was the coolest thing in the world, because as I said, my dad was a very quiet person. You know, he preferred being around the kids. There was two places he was. He was either at home or at work or in transition. I mean, he was always there with the kids. But it was so cool him talking to the class and telling them about, you know, staying in school and getting an education and like that. I mean, it blew me away. Because, you know, my friends that used to run the neighborhood, they go, hi, Mr. Watch, go, hey, <laughs> that was it. <laughs> and here he is talking to my class. And it was it was the absolute coolest thing, man. It's something that I would take with me uh, to the end of my days. Um, because he, he came out of his shell in an impromptu that I, I think my mom could do that all day. My mom was, I got my extrovert personality from my mom. Mm -hmm. My dad was a very quiet person, but that day, man, he, he blew me away with that. Nice. Nice. Uh, if there is one memory that you truly remember out of all the memories, and there are so many, but if there's one that truly sticks out, which one is it? Um, I think the toughest one, Jim, uh, and I think we got a picture that, uh, you and I took when we were at our graduation, my dad was too ill to make my graduation. It was one of, uh, it was one of the toughest things for me to deal with. And, and that, that senior year was really tough. Mm -hmm. Um, and we're talking yeah. high school guys, so high school, yeah. college, we're talking high school. And so that, that's how uh, long I've known my partner, 40 minutes. <laughs> Exactly. So uh, I got back and the very first thing I did is went upstairs uh, and um, showed him the diploma. Mm. And for him, uh, he never finished school, right? I was his youngest. It was kind of saying to him, your job is done. He died less than a month later. But what was important is that he lived to get his youngest one through high school. Mm -hmm. um, and my dad was a V, um, he was a, he was a vet in World War II. He actually fought in, um, in Europe. Uh, you know, he, he did a lot of stuff. I learned more of it after he had passed away. I've done a lot of research and just was amazed at the things that, that, that he's done and, 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 and later on in my life 
but um it was important to me to go up to him and and you know i'm 18 years old i don't know better but now i realize man that, that was pretty smart and pretty pretty cool on my own part of, of making sure because he couldn't get there to go see him and show him this because he did it right he you know it doesn't matter what education level you get same thing for me you know I, I didn't go to college i immediately started working after he passed away and i've been working ever since but i made sure my daughter walked across the stage with her degree um of what she wanted to to do which was electronic media and film and so she amazes me uh with the things that she's doing her position now at john hopkins i i i you know that was the passing of what the pride he had in his face seeing me get to a stage that i continue to see in her as she get to different stages well beyond what i've done i mean that's that's what a dad's job is right lift them past themselves so uh i think for me the one of the moments out of all of the moments was um and this is a collage of of moments but they all are like moments with my dad when i was bodybuilding right my dad never missed a show my dad my hero was my number one cheerleader it didn't matter where my show was i lived and trained in indianapolis indiana and regardless of when i had a show out midwest he was always there always there and i missed that about him I mean, he never missed a show. When I tell you he flew, he flew. Even if he had to fly and fly right back, my dad never missed a show. And that's my dad for you. And I've tried to instill that in my life, that if you give your word to somebody, right? Your word, if you give your word to someone, they can take that to the bank, right? People can take your money. They can't take your character and your word. And if my dad said he was gonna be somewhere, my dad was there. Or he had a damn good reason for not being there. And that was far and few between times, right? So that is just like one of those good feel moments mm-hmm. you know, that I think about with my dad. My dad never missed a show, never missed a show, brother. You know, and I competed for five, six years, you know what I mean? Never missed a show, never missed a show. So give me one, and this may be hard, but um, you know, that we're talking about fathers and, and and everything. Give me give me a heartbreak about you and your dad. Uh I would say it was it was his last few days. Mm-hmm. Um in my family, out of my brothers and sisters, I was the last one to talk to him before he passed away. Actually, I uh, went up to the hospital to see him, um, sat down, and, and Jim, you're going to love this one. I sat down and uh, was talking to him. He was, he, was, he was frail, but he was gaining his strength. And I said, hey, Dad, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at this job uh, working as a telemarketer. And he said, oh, that'll be great. You always love talking on the phone, and you try to sell everything to everyone. <laughs> well, flash forward in the future just to cut forward real quick mm-hmm. uh, i was in telephone sales i was in 
I, I, my entire career has been in telecommunications, right? IT telecommunications. So it was kind of something he told me and I said, okay, I'll keep doing this. But um, I had um, talked to him there, um, you know, the day before you never expect anything. And uh, I uh, left, told him I'll see him, you know, later on. I, um, he was telling me the things that he was doing, uh, getting his strength back up. And the very next day we got a call. And uh, the next time I saw him was an image I would never want to see again. But um, nonetheless, I, I thought about the time that I just said, you know what, I'm going up there. I'm going to catch the several buses it takes to get to Georgetown Hospital and, and go see him. And um, I'm glad I did. Uh, I'm glad I, I had that chance to talk to him. I tell you, man, there's so many times I wish I had so many more times to talk to him. Mm -hmm. um, but but I'll, I'll never forget that conversation and I'll never forget the next few days that that transpired, which was the most earth shattering time in my life. I get it, brother. Uh, if I had to share a heartbreak with, you know, between me and my dad um, would have been uh, on his last days, right? You know, and me and my dad are talking and I'm you know, sitting next to him. I never left my dad when he was in the hospital. I tried not to, right? Um, you know, he, he, he told me, he said, he said, come here, come here, come here, come here. He was at the stage where he was whispering, right? He said, come here, come here. And I said, what, Dad? And he says, I want you to take some money. And I was like, oh, Dad, I don't need the money, right? I don't need the money. He said, no, I want you to take it. And I said, I don't need it, right? So, I said to him, he said, I, 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 don't, I don't want the money. I don't ever need the money, right? So I need you to get better. And we knew he wasn't going to get better, right? So I, I, I just need you to get better, man. So he whispered in my ear. He said, I want to tell you something. So you're my firstborn. I want to tell you I love you. And I want to tell you how proud I am of you, right? He said, don't you ever in this world not know how proud I am of you as being my firstborn, right? It's a heartbreak because a couple of days after that, you know, my dad passed, okay? I go down and I see him um, uh, at the place where he was, right? The rehab center where he was, he was, that he was living out the rest of his life at the rehab center. And they weren't gonna move him until I got there, right? And so I go in and, um, you know, he's no longer living. And I cut the buttons off of his polo shirt that he had um, in his bed, right? Um, and I have it to this very day. Uh, I made it into a bracelet. So the buttons of the last shirt that my dad wore before he passed on, I keep with me. And that's kind of a little heartbreak for me. But it's also one of those silver lining things that helps to... Um, make me feel like my dad is still around. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah. So if you had one thing, brother, um, that you would say to your dad, if you had that opportunity, what would it be? Uh, simple enough. Thank you. Simply thank you. Because um, once again, it, it wasn't everything he said. It was everything he did. No. He said a lot when it came to discipline us, 
and doing right. I mean, he didn't he didn't like us uh, the siblings fighting each other. He wanted us to protect each other, all those things. But it was is what he did. I mean, my dad preferred being with his kids mm. than anywhere else. Right? He went to work and he came home and he was somewhere there around the house. He was right. always watching us. I'll never forget when I was in the fourth grade and I was at school and uh, I was playing football at recess and ripped open my arm. I mean, ripped open my arm. And uh, they're trying to get an ambulance. And before the ambulance can get there, my dad was there and took me to the hospital. <laughs> he beat the ambulance there and he got me. And and that's, you know, he, he was just, he was just there. I mean, right. they, they craft their, their career to be at home when we were at school and when we were at home they were at work and um he was just he was just there and there are times where i wish i had more time Mm. all the time i wish i had more time there was times i wanted him to see you know my kids right i understand i was i was the last one in the in the line out of my my brothers and sisters and that was going to be impossible but um I, I still believe that he lives through me and uh, I always tell his stories to my kids because I want them to know him through me. Mm. Uh, and that's what I want my kids to do with their kids. I want them to be able to tell the stories of, of me and hopefully I've done them well. We have great relationships. As you said, I don't have any issue with telling my kids how much I love them, appreciate them. And we try to get together very often. My, my gift, they always ask me, Dad, what do you want for a gift? When it comes to Father's Day, when it comes to my birthday, which are rather close, is I just want to go to dinner with you guys. I just want to spend time with you guys. That's what I want. Fathers want to spend time with their kids. My dad said the same thing about his kids, you know. I just want to spend time with you guys, man. You know, we can go to dinner. You guys can come over. Whatever it is, man. Fathers, just like moms. They just want to spend time with their kids. And I get that. You know, I get that. Um, If I had one thing to say to my dad, if I had that opportunity, you know, and I talk to my dad a lot spiritually, but I mean, physically, if I had an opportunity to just talk to him real quick, um, I would tell him that I love him. And I would tell him, thank you for the good times. Thank you for the bad times. When you've had to, you know, when you had to be hard on me, because what you've instilled in me now, you know, and that I've been able to cultivate and 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 use as a foundation for being a man, a gentleman, a um, a man of character, so to speak, right? It all came from my dad. Mm-hmm. You know, my mama had sprinkled in a little bit of flavor in that, but the the foundation truly came know from my dad and i would just tell him thank you i love you and you know what you see now in life is the person that you raised to be this way you know um so that's kind of what i would say to my dad in a nutshell man there's just said thank you love you and i hope that i have been able to make you proud looking down on me as your number one son. And, you know, this is how I raised you to be and to touch other people's lives and, you know, everything that you're doing, you know, definitely. So I I would say that to my dad, man. So as we get ready to kind of close this out, right. um, 
I want to say congratulations to you once again, brother, on being a new dad, um, continuing the legacy of who you are as a person, but also as a father, man. Um, love you very much, man. And you are, you know, truly uh, someone that's like at the, the highest level within my inner circle, man. I come to you and I talk to you about things that I don't really talk to anybody else about. But I'm just proud of you being a dad, being a new dad, taking on that um, journey at this stage in your life. Mm -hmm. um, and the energy that you're putting out into the universe to other dads, right? I mean, you guys are amazing, man. Um, just truly amazing. And I just wanna acknowledge you and other dads for Father's Day, man, that you guys are like, man, God love you and, and keep doing what you're doing and keep guiding people, kids, relationships. Do your thing, man, because when it's all said and done, that legacy of who you are, who you were, will stand the test of time. I have no kids, but I hope that through my journey with this podcast, that people who know my dad, people who, who've gotten to know my dad through me talking about my dad, will be able to sit back and be like, he was just like his dad. He, he touched people in a way that his father touched people when he was alive. You know what I'm saying? So I just want to thank you, brother. I want to thank you for your time and your energy coming on and vibing with me on this uh, sensitive topic um, and just sharing some of your memories and, and feelings about your dad. And I hope that um, it resonates with people around the world, man. So thank, you, thank, for you, having, thank you for having me on again, Jimmy. Uh, as you know, man, I, I, I dude, I, I, I love what you're doing. You, you, you've, you've done some things over the last couple of years that are that are exactly what you said. And so if you want to talk about your dad instilling uh, character into you, you've hit it right out of the park. And I know for a fact, your dad is very proud of you, right? He's very proud of you because you said what you wanted to do and you've done it. And you got my love and respect. And you also got my support. So yeah, there's, um, you know, Father's Day is very special to both of us because we we look back at at our fathers, and I try to be as good of a father for my kids. Uh, but Jimmy, what you're doing right now, man, there's a lot of people out there who may not have that person they can look up to for advice, listening to you, and getting some advice from what you're doing here. And so I love you for that, and I appreciate it because I do the same thing. I listen to that and get some advice to get through the day, to get through the week etc cetera, etc cetera. so thank you for having me on once again and uh happy father's day man <laughs> happy father's day happy father's day to you too brother thank you all right and to all the other fathers out there boyfriends stepdads uh big brothers if you are a male figure in someone's life who looks up to you for guidance structure i just want to say thank you for what you do. Thank you for the energy that you're putting into this universe, man. Thank you from the bottom of my heart and to the Sexy Cool Lounge family, man. Continue, continue to love yourself enough to radiate your vibe. Love yourself 
enough to radiate your vibe. And let's never forget, family, that even though we do not have as much as others, we still have more than others. So let's continue to put good vibes into this universe so we can always get good vibes back. I'm Jimmy Ivey. Happy Father's Day. I love you guys. And I will see you on the next episode.